A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive through Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. 10 The Zone. You can hear her clearly, even in a barn full of cows. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, I could clearly hear some thunder boomers yesterday afternoon into the evening hours. Rainfall reporters, what'd you get? Remember our Rainfall Report talk text line, 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. Let me have it. I'm Pam Yankee. Good Wednesday morning to you all. It looks like we are going to be quite a bit cooler today than we were yesterday. Some morning showers are possible across a lot of our geography. 79 are expected high for today. Overnight lows down to 65. Tomorrow, another 50% chance of scattered showers. Thursday's high around 81. Friday, again, partly sunny skies and a comfortable 79 degrees. We'll see what Stu Muck, our ag meteorologist, has to say about that. He's joining us. We're also going to be catching up with our folks from the Wisconsin Beef Council and more previews to next week's Wisconsin Farm Technology Days. Compere Financial helped us get into our forever home. They helped me expand more than acreage. And helped our dairy grow for the next generation. At Compere Financial, we see potential in every plan. Our focus on exceptional client experience is at the heart of everything we do. And our financial team will help make every step easy and convenient. See why our clients trust us to make their goals possible. Compere Financial ACA is an equal opportunity lender and equal opportunity provider. And MLS number 619731, copyright 2021, all rights reserved. BioVet microbial and nutritional supplements are formulated by their own staff veterinarian. Their focus on technology, research, and innovation ensures that your livestock receive live microbials and the absolute best nutritional ingredients to support all stages of health, growth, production, and reproduction. When you think healthy livestock, think BioVet and let them help you grow your profits. Call today, 1-800-BIOVET1 or find them online at bio-vet.com. It's time for a soybean update with John Gaska, research agronomist with UW Extension. Growers need to um, be aware of uh, label restrictions for the final herbicide applications that they'll be doing. Right now is probably the uh, around the, the end of the herbicide application season in general, especially with some of the uh, extend and enlist or Liberty Link type soybeans. Check your label, but basically around the R1 growth stage, the flowering stage is the end of the season for that. The next things that we'll be watching for, we'll be watching the weather and see how that might affect the incidence of white mold in soybeans. We have an app called Forecaster that was developed by the plant pathology department through the through a grant through the Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board, and that can help predict whether you might or not not have um, white mold in the field. So we'll be watching that. That's your soybean update brought to you by the Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board. For more information, visit badgerbean.com. It is upon us. We're looking on the horizon. Farm Technology Days will be here within a matter of a week. And it takes a, a lot of, takes a village, so to speak, to put it together. Bob Bosold here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And uh, one of the first things you have to do when you're putting together a three-day show or a business to last a long time is look at your budget. And Stephanie, there are a lot of dollars involved in Farm Technology Days. 
Yes, there are, Bob. And when you're walking around Tent City at Farm Technology Days, I think you should take some time to appreciate just how much money and support it takes to operate a show of that caliber. I'm Stephanie Hoff from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Jim Mild Brand is in charge of the Fund Development Committee for the 22 2022 Wisconsin Farm Tech Days in Clark County. And Jim tells us the price tag for the show that will welcome thousands. It's about $2.7 million. $2.7 million. And I suppose that's gone up since Clark County last held its Farm Tech Day show in 2005. That's an average over the last five years. Now, some of that is monetary money, and some of it is in-kind, where, where companies and individuals donate equipment, or time or something and we count that too against that two thousand two million seven hundred thousand dollar budget it's interesting though clark county is a smaller county less populated smaller business than maybe its counterparts across the border so funding has to be done in a more unique way yes um, we thought about that and realized that there'd be a lot of small companies and individuals that would maybe want to sponsor Farm Technology Days. So we came up with the 1510 Club, where one is 100, five is 500, and 10 is $1,000. And we've had a great response from the community and individuals. About 100 people or companies have joined the 1510 Club and either donated money or services or equipment or something that we needed and so that's been a great help in in making us reach our funding goals and you're really in the center of the county too so you've been reaching all corners of clark county from loyal yes yes we've had great participation one of the things that we did my wife as co-chair we planned some events we had a taste of clark county in loyal in july of last year we had uh a fund, fundraising event at Munson Bridge up north of Withy in October, and this spring in April at the American Legion in uh, Nilesville, we had another fundraising event, and that was called the Barn Dance. And so we've exceeded our budget in that area, raising approximately $25,000 with events. Oh, wow. Walk me through how those events worked. Was it people pay to come in, or are they donating at the event? How did that work? Well, there would be a uh, charge to enter, and with that, you'd get a meal, and then people would donate. We had silent auctions. We had live auctions. Uh, so people and companies would donate something for the live auction. Uh, several restaurants and companies uh, such as... Uh, Maria Caguda donated uh, some cheese, uh, Nolachek Meats, uh, Schmidt's on Main and Nielsville donated food, and several other companies either donated food or items to be auctioned off. And so that we had a great response. The 10 horse hitch we're going to see here in a little bit. Uh, that was one of the auction items that actually raised $900 the night of the uh, Taste of Clark County here in, in Loyal. So that's how we did it. We had uh, people that would donate baskets our food and then we'd have an admission at the gate and then we'd have uh, we had basket drawings and silent auctions and live auctions and it sounds like it was a way for individuals to get involved in farm tech days maybe people that will be attending not just businesses correct yes we had great individual response so back to that 2.7 million dollar mark 
how close have you gotten to fundraising that money? Are you still fundraising now that uh, we're just a few weeks away from the event? We are very close to need, needing that. We think we're going to be financially successful, meaning that after all the expenses are paid, we will have some money left over to pay like food, people that volunteer in food tents, offer some scholarships and those kind of things. Um, Cash-wise, uh, our budget's 250000 uh, We should We should reach that goal when things are done. And then uh, in-kind has been very, very strong with people donating uh, money and equipment, uh, Clark Electric and XL Energy and other area electrical contractors are donating their time and equipment to install the electricity at the show. People are donating wood chips and hay and just about everything you can think of that we need. People are donating or doing in-kind sponsorships. And unfortunately, people power, time, and equipment are hard to come by these days. Jim says showgoers may notice a few differences this time around in the color of equipment due to supply chain challenges. One of the th things I want to point out is uh, one of our sustaining members, John Deere, for the past few years have, has donated 50 gators and some tractors and manure spreaders and those kind of things. This year, because of shortages of everything, they were unable to do that. So Bob Meyer approached Swiderski Implement and they stepped forward and they have taken that role of providing us the equipment and the use of the equipment and that is approaching $50,000 worth of in-kind sponsorship that they're doing and we're very grateful for them because we were we were scratching our heads as to how we were going to get the gators and farm equipment that we needed to make the show possible. An example of a big challenge that unfortunately this year Farm Tech Days has to face. Any other examples of ways that you've had to adjust in getting the funds you need? One of the adjustments we had to make was ordering volunteer t-shirts. We had the design all picked out and the colors we wanted and come to order the t-shirts. Well, they were sold out or unavailable. So then we had to adjust on the colors a little bit, the design on the t-shirts. So we may have some t-shirts that are a little slightly different design than what we originally had, but we, we had to get what we could get in order to get our volunteer t-shirts. I want to go back to something you mentioned earlier. Any leftover money, giving that back to the groups that volunteer, putting that money back into the community. Can you speak to that a little more? people that volunteer in the food tent committees, those people and parking, uh, we try to get those people to sign up as a group like 4-H or FFA or church groups and we will pay them based on the amount of profit that we have for the, for the time that they put in. And uh, other committees, other committee members won't get paid but they'll be recognized as volunteers. But those groups will be paid and then we always give out scholarships and one of the things that's unique for Farm Technology Days is for a student to receive a scholarship, they have to be one of the volunteers. That encourages a lot of students from the area and the surrounding area to volunteer so they can apply for our scholarships. Is there still time for companies to get involved, for individuals to get involved, either through the 1510 program or another way to, to give to Farm Technology Days? And what's the benefit of doing that? For those people there's still time however the official program probably can't be recognized in the official program but we will provide signage at farm technology days recognizing any donations of money or in kind that people do 
And so they'll be recognized there, they'll be recognized on the website. Uh, but as far as our official program, unfortunately that, that's going to press, so they can't be. But we still we need volunteers, we still need some in-kind. Money is always welcome. So if people have thought about it and think it's too late, it's not too late, then we appreciate any help we can get. Since you're the money guy, I want to ask you this, too. Do you think that investing in Farm Technology Days is investing in the community or it will be a return on investment for those giving? Definitely. Um, depends upon where you are, but if you're a small business, like a convenience store or something like that, there's going to be thousands of people traveling through here, not only during the show, but there'll be hundreds of people that come to set up and to take down. So we anticipate probably a full month of a vendor, excuse me, exhibitors coming and, and setting up and taking down uh, to be recognized as a sponsor of Farm Technology Days or, or an exhibitor shows to the farm community and agriculture in general that you support this business, which is vital to certainly central Wisconsin and all of, all of Wisconsin. So I think, I think you get recognized and it's an opportunity to give a little bit back to the industries that, and to the farmers that make your industries and businesses profitable. But I do want to mention that we've got 190 companies or individuals that have either sponsored us monetarily or with in-kind or both, and we're very appreciative of that. Jim Mildbrand heads up fundraising for Farm Tech Days, and he's proud to say that every cheese, butter or milk bottling plant in central Wisconsin has contributed to the show in some way. Wisconsin Farm Tech Days is July 12th through the 14th in Loyal, hosted by Rail Acres and Rustic Occasions. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Stephanie Haw. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. There goes Pam Yonke across Wisconsin in her suburban truck. Thanks to our equipment. Check out the affordable, efficient, versatile tractor line at our equipment and ask for Mr. Versatile, Chunk Gill. And from the dairy farmers of Wisconsin, promoting Wisconsin's world-class dairy products since 1983. Look for their proudly Wisconsin badge on dairy products. Keep up with Pam at fabulousfarmbabe.net on Facebook and Twitter. Rebath started decades ago by two gentlemen who created acrylic forms to cover existing bathtubs. Today, Rebath is a complete bath remodeling company. We replace existing fixtures and totally upgrade your bathroom. Free in-home consultation, free custom design, an affordable new bath in just days, not weeks. Visit our showroom on Stoughton Road or Rebath.com. Rebath, making it easy to love your bath. Huh, nice. Hardwood floor. Or is it? Sounds like a floor. It's not squishy. That's good. Floors aren't supposed to squish. Goes wall to wall, like good floors do. And I'm walking all over it. Usually, a dead giveaway that it's a floor. But it's not a floor. This is a mattress. Charlie Heidel's for 52 days. People like Charlie are scattered all across Dane County. And because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll supply nearly $400,000 in bedding, furniture, clothing, and household items to people like Charlie. Just one part 
of the more than $1.4 million in food, shelter, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. If your workout includes baling hay and pitching pens, then you'll be comfortable right here. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. So the rainfall report line is definitely active this morning. Thank you so much to Kyle down in Evansville. 4.1 inches of rain that they recorded. Stu Mucker, Ag Meteorologist, along with us on a Compure Financial Wednesday. Sounds like there was a real swath that kind of cut across southwest South Central Wisconsin last night. Right. I see Madison officially in an inch and 9,200 South Wayne down on the Illinois border, 2 and 28,100. So a lot of rain in the south, but that low pressure system is still off to the south and trying to move a bit further east today. Although there may be some sprinkles for a time this morning, almost anywhere. We do dry it out, but stay cloudy and cooler for the next day or so. I think that's one we have to keep in mind. We aren't going to have the heat that was around here yesterday. Upper 80s, we topped out at 95 at La Crosse. We won't be nearly that hot today or tomorrow. I'll have forecast details right after this. Rural Mutual Insurance Keeping Wisconsin strong Rural Mutual Insurance is a proud sponsor of the Wisconsin State Fair. As a thank you for your support, they're giving away State Fair tickets. Visit RuralMutual.com win and enter to win State Fair tickets. Keeping Wisconsin strong. Join the fabulous farm babe Pam Yankee at Wisconsin Farm Technology Days. She'll give you the latest forage updates from L4X Seeds on Tuesday, July 12th. Just visit booth 965 right across from the hot air balloon. Make L4X your stop for alfalfa excellence. See you there. Our friends at Steffes Group will be at Wisconsin Farm Technology Days with fabulous farm babe Pam Yankee. Since 1960, Steffes has been selling everything from combines and tractors to hay and livestock. Demand is high. Catch them July 13th at 9 a.m. at booth B144. Wisconsin Farm Bureau helps our organization advocate for agriculture by putting us at the table with the right individuals. I've heard a lot of times that if you're not at the table, you're on the menu when it comes to ag policy. We need people to help us make the right connections, get in front of the right people and policymakers that are affecting decisions that impact agriculture. WFBF.com. You should look them up. A voice for farmers, vision for agriculture. Wisconsin Farm Bureau. Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual Insurance is a proud sponsor of the Wisconsin State Fair. As a thank you for your support, they're giving away State Fair tickets. Visit RuralMutual.com slash win and enter to win State Fair tickets. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. Couple more rainfall reports. Kirby and La Crescent, nine tenths of an inch of rain. Linda from Reeseville, six tenths. And the Alto area, only about two tenths, Stu. Well, it's just that way, especially heavy in the south. 
Our Compure Financial Ag Weather Update does feature that morning shower. Could be a very isolated storm. It's all just this morning and otherwise a mostly cloudy Wednesday. Upper 70s could be an 80 here or there. East winds about 5 to 10. Mostly cloudy overnight. Back down in the lower 60s with the east winds about 5 to 10. Mostly cloudy Thursday. A slight chance of a late day shower or storm mid to late afternoon west to east. Upper 70s and then that rain chance around late Thursday night by Friday. Mostly sunny. The sun returns. You've got it. Upper 70s. Northeast winds at 5 to 10. Sunny upper 70s and low 80s into the weekend. Sounds a lot nicer, Pam, right up to the end of the week. Excellent. Good deal. Thanks, Stu. We'll catch up with you tomorrow. Stu Mocker, Ag Meteorologist, with us on our Compure Financial Wednesday forecast. Compure Financial is your financial partner committed to agriculture in rural America. Visit Compure.com. And we hope that you will plan on be visiting with us as we travel around Wisconsin Farm Technology Days all next week at, uh, at Clark County. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. If you suffer from joint pain from arthritis or an injury, you know the traditional treatments, pain meds and steroids, and then surgery, right? Hey, it's Ebo with great news. Now there's a better way, and it's here now from the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. This is an advanced, exciting, and natural alternative that can give you lasting relief using your body's own healing power. Listen, steroid shots are toxic to your joints, pain meds are addictive, and nobody wants to go under the knife. It's 2022, and those old ways are out, and the new ways are in. Regenerative medicine can restore and repair joint tissue using the natural biologics. No drugs, no downtime, no surgery. QC Kinetics Regenerative Protocols can address any pain in any joint and give you quality of life you deserve. Call now and schedule a free consultation. 608-319-1750. 608-319-1750. QC Kinetics. 608-319-1750. You're in the construction business, you love what you do, and you're good at it, but traveling all over the state for one job here and there is getting old. When you join the crew at SNR Remodeling, your home sweet home every night because the jobs are local. No nights, no weekends, more time for family, and there's plenty of work so you can stay ahead financially. SNR Remodeling. Apply online at snrremodeling.net. SNR Remodeling. Home sweet home. You know who tells a great story? Our Tom's Auto Center customers, like Blake who recently gave us a five-star review. It reads, I appreciated the emailed estimate and text message communication about the repairs. Thanks, Blake. Schedule your appointment, tomsautocenter.com. We'll make sure you get five-star service. Tom's Auto Center. We're the getter, fix, getter, done to get you going, guys. Off Highway 51 in McFarland, a stone's throw from McDonald's. Let's ride bikes. 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 If your bicycle is broken and you've got big things to do, just schedule an appointment, have the bike shop come to you. If you're a bike to worker or a super busy mom, you're just a couple clicks away at thebikemobile.com. Avoid the hassle of taking your bike to the shop and have the bike shop come to you. Visit thebikemobile.com and let's ride bikes. A unique style of great country music. It's Colt Ford. So 
with the outlaw southern sounds of the lax performing live sunday august 14th at hojunk gaming wisconsin dells tickets are on sale now through Ticketmaster. see john deere in the field we can ride it's cold ford and the lax Sunday, August 14th at Ho-Junk Gaming, Wisconsin Dells, your grown-up getaway. Must be 21 to attend the Colt Ford and Lax concert and to enter the gaming floor. Love the look by creating your floors with DIY and budget-friendly flooring from Wiseway. With Wiseway Flooring's direction, you'll only need to be moderately handy to accomplish brand new floors. I'm Mike Yenser at Wiseway Flooring, inviting you to visit our showroom in Watertown, Lake Mills, and Economwalk. See how our do-it-yourself products might be the right thing for you. Commercial or residential, the wise have it. Log on to INeedFlooringNow.com. If you talk and they will hear you. We all want our kids to grow up safe and healthy. So we show them how. And we tell them with honest conversations that let them know what we expect. Not just one time, but every chance we get. That's especially important when it comes to alcohol and other drugs. Kids not only need to know the dangers and how to avoid them, they need to hear it often from you. And when it comes to pain medications, opioids, they need to know that they should never be taken without a prescription and never shared with friends or family. It's dangerous and illegal. So talk with your kids and guide them through the challenges of growing up safe and healthy. Because when you talk, they hear you. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. So talk, they hear you. You can do it if you try. Tom Spitz and David Fink of Settlers Bank, where we know real life often falls outside the lines. So our bankers innovate to create non-traditional solutions. When you work with us, you're likely to find an immediate solution or plan for achieving your goals. To learn more, stop by or visit SettlersWI.com. Settlers Bank, timely decisions, people you know. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. College football is dying. The article, the headline of the article from our friend from Bucky's Fifth Quarter, Drew Hom, we will say good morning to Drew. Drew, good morning, my man. What's going on today? How are we? Good morning. Thank you guys for having me on. I'm excited. Uh, I'm very excited. So I was uh, telling you this uh, off air a little bit. I was at the gym yesterday, and I was uh, in between sets, and I was uh, just looking at Twitter, and I saw your article pop up on Bucky's Fifth Quarter. I started reading, and I was like, damn, this guy's spot on a lot of things. But before we dive into it, Drew, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, how can we, what were you at on Twitter, and how'd you come to be with Bucky's Fifth Quarter? Uh, so I am a University of Wisconsin graduate. It only took me just under a decade to get that degree. Oh, you're a doctor. And, uh, yes, I am a, a doctor <laughs> of blogging. It's uh, very prestigious. Um, and I, I started writing for uh, Bucky's fifth quarter. I, I can't even remember when, maybe seven, eight years ago. And uh, then you might know Jake Kokorowski. Oh, we love Coco. For, uh, yeah, for the for the State Journal. He uh, helped bring me on board at, at Bucky's fifth quarter. And then when, when he left, he made the mistake of putting me in charge. And uh, <laughs> there I've been for the last couple of years. Uh, well, I'm glad he made that mistake. A great article I was reading. So, uh, Drew... 
Uh, I love Bucky Smith Corridor. Been reading it and uh, on it a long time. L- love Jay Kokorowski as well. I'm glad that you stepped in and, and filled admirably in his shoes. So uh, college football is dying. And then the next little byline, I don't know if there's anything that can save it. First of all, when you saw the news of UCLA and the USC uh, joining the Big Ten in 2024, how surprised were you? I mean, completely surprised. Uh, Everything out there about uh, college football realignment kind of was pointing towards it being done for a little while, Mm -hmm. maybe a a couple minor moves, but nothing like two of the marquee programs in the Pac-12 up and leaving and joining the Big Ten. I I was at a, a 10 out of 10 on the surprised Yeah, same, especially because they had that alliance that they formed, like, what, two years ago? Uh, The alliance, not to break up all this, uh, but like many uh, money rules over everything. So, uh, obviously, this is a money grab for a lot of players, or I'm sorry for uh, the schools here. Uh, Looking at your article right now, you say the move isn't in the best interest of the athletes playing. Let's start there. Uh, What happens with these athletes now, uh, the players, student athletes, traveling East Coast, West Coast, Midwest? What did you find out uh, about them, you know, basically flying all over cross country? Well, it it just seems kind of insane to me for the schools and the NCAA to keep insisting that these are student athletes when they're going to make someone in Los Angeles fly to Piscataway, New Jersey on a Wednesday for a basketball game. Like how, how is that in any way helping these athletes get their homework done or go to class or, you know, any of that stuff. It's just, they'll be exhausted. They'll have to miss extra class. I, I know it's not always the most important thing for your football and your men's basketball, but there are also a ton of other sports that will be affected by this move. Really? Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy when you actually get in and, and see what a schedule for like a Division One athlete actually looks like. Because I, I know a guy that played Division One baseball, and he's like, yeah, I was hardly ever home from basically the second semester. And then the first semester when they were doing like fall baseball, he's like, yeah, we, we were probably in class for like maybe three days a week. Right, it, it's... That's crazy, man. Well, I mean, oh, that, uh, yes. and then Drew uh, on the players itself. Then how about the fans? I mean, next in your is uh, uh, in your article at Bucky Smith Quarters the fans. I mean, if you are a fan of like, i.e., the Wisconsin Badgers, how is this affecting them now? Well, I, I think the the main thing for the fans is just the reason college sports hold such a special place in a lot of people's hearts is the tradition and the rivalries, and you know it's. Wisconsin versus Minnesota in November when the weather's terrible and it's cold. It's not, I, I don't care about Wisconsin playing UCLA unless it's in the Rose bowl and Ron Dane is, you know, plowing over their defenders. I I, I don't want to see them play every year. I don't want to see Wisconsin's basketball team play USC. I just, that, that means nothing to me. She's sweeter than a glass of chocolate milk and louder than a morning rooster. 
This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, we still have some morning showers that are hanging around, but it's definitely going to be a cooler Wednesday. 79 are expected high for today. Tomorrow's scattered showers are still in the forecast. 81 Friday. Partly sunny skies and 79 degrees. Even next week for Wisconsin Farm Technology Days, right now it looks warm and dry. But not excessive heat for Tent City and the folks that will be joining me up in Clark County. It looks like temperatures will be in the low 80s. Speaking of Wisconsin Farm Technology Days, there's a lot of our folks that we work with that want to see you there. Stick around for the details on that. I'm Pam Yankee. Glad you're along with us. Today is the sixth day of July. On this day back in 1994, the movie Forrest Gump is released. And even today, we're still living with a box of chocolates. Happy birthday to Sylvester Stallone. He's 76. And actor-comedian Kevin Hart, he's 43. And now you know. Well, it's a Wednesday, and that means it's time again to catch up with our friends from the Steffes Group. You know them, S-T-E-F-F-E-S Group. Dot com And along with us again, Ashley Hewitt, fresh off a nice, toasty 4th of July weekend. Uh, things, uh, despite the weather, things never slow down for you guys, does it? Yeah, they really don't. And we seem to be booking auctions just all the time. And it, it's going to be one of our busiest summers ever. Wow. Uh, so we're putting out a second catalog uh, this summer, Pam. So if you get your auction booked by the 11th, which is next week already, uh, you'll be in the next catalog. That busy is so in in your career with Stephus is this uh, is this tipping some some uh, notes in your brain here Ashley this pace? Well, it's surely raising some eyebrows and and for a while now everybody's been talking about the good prices and the land prices and all those things and you know of course people that are going to retire in the short term say one to five years they're looking at it going well I should just sell when the market's good instead of wait till it goes down and then sell. Yeah, that is a conversation we're hearing more and more about. Are you noticing anything as far as the diversity on those auctions, Ashley? Is it still a lot of equipment, or is it just a little bit of everything? Uh, I would say this fall we've got some land sales, you know, that are a 1,000 acres. Mm. Uh, one of them in particular in western Minnesota, it's contiguous acres. Mm. So that's that's something special you don't see all the time. But um, other than that, a lot of agriculture equipment and a lot more construction also. Okay. All right. Again, like we said, Ashley Hewn along with us from the Steffes Group. If you are considering an auction, like he said, uh, take action. Try to get your plans at least started uh, before next week, and they'll be able to include you in their special edition uh, catalog that's coming up. I want to remind you about their toll-free number if you want to call and have a chat with the folks, 800 726 8609. That's 800-726-8609 or again, com. Now, I understand uh, that folks are going to have a chance to visit with you guys face-to-face next week during Wisconsin Farm Technology Days, huh? Yeah, there's going to be a group of us, myself included, out there. And I think some people from the marketing team are going to be out there. So um, we'll be doing some interviews and talking to the farmers and Showing them what we can do. Excellent. So, again, Wisconsin Farm Technology Days next week, Tuesday through Thursday. That's going to be in Clark County, just outside of Loyal, and uh, the Steffes Group will be there. Anything else in particular, Ashley, that you want to remind folks about? Is there anything coming up that they might want to take a look at, on, uh, at online? You know, we, we continue to talk to farmers about doing their own trading, and, and when you're going to buy a piece, if you just got cash, you get the best deal. And then when you want to sell something, you know, look it up on our price app or we'll give you an idea of what we think it's worth and use one of our monthly auctions. 
Uh huh. So really, all kinds of service that people don't normally think about when it comes to an auction group. Yeah, truly. I mean, everything that comes to our auction, basically, we give an idea of what it's going to bring before it even makes it to our auctions, and uh, people like that. Yeah, for sure, especially when you're trying to make a, a big decision like uh, perhaps exiting the industry. Ashley Hewitt along with us again, folks, for the Steffes Group. As he said, make sure that if you are starting to consider those kinds of uh, life-altering decisions, you want some experts like the Steffes Group on your side. Go to their website. You'll see what I mean. Uh, literally thousands and thousands of hits every day on individual auctions that you just can't get with your local neighborhood only. That's steffesgroup.com, S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com, or again, that toll-free number, 800-726-8609, the Steffes Group, and be sure to look them up next week at Wisconsin Farm Technology Days. Whether it's the sound of the carnival or the taste of the cotton candy or your first blue ribbon, we all have memories of the fair. Here's your chance to share those stories in our Everybody Has a Fair Story contest. The Midwest Farm Report is teaming up with the Wisconsin Association of Fairs to offer cash prizes for your fair stories. Entries are being accepted all summer long and there is no limit, so tell us all of your stories. To enter and see full contest details, visit MidwestFarmReport.com. I learn something new every time I step into Bavaria Sausage Kitchen. Fabulous farm babe Pam Yankee here for Judy and the crew. You know where their retail location is, don't you? Corner of Nesbitt Road, Fitchrona Road in Fitchburg. Their store hours Monday through Friday, 9 until 5. You can also check them out online, BavariaSausage.com. Or boy, take a look at the new video that Judy just produced on their Facebook page. It explains everything you need to know Lanyagers. They are flavorful meat strips that are available at Bavaria Sausage Kitchen. They can go with you anywhere. You're going hiking, the kids need a snack. They are all natural, authentic old world flavor. And Judy explains that Bavaria Sausage Lanyagers have to be kept in the open. You don't put them into a plastic bag because they will mold. You want to find out more? Check out their Facebook page and learn just a little bit about the authentic flavors of Landjägers with Judy and the crew, Bavaria Sausage Kitchen. As a dairy farmer, you depend on your milk receiver pump. McFin Technologies of Kenosha introduces the impressive Bowpeller pump. It's quieter, there's lower maintenance, as the seals last much longer than your old milk receiver pump. It offers a more powerful cleaning cycle with higher velocities, and it doesn't degrade the quality of your milk. Ask your dealer for the Bowpeller Milk Receiver Pump, patented by McFenn Technologies, an American company committed to providing a better product for the dairy industry. Boy, it was a bloodbath yesterday on Wall Street and with our commodities, and I'm afraid it's not looking real positive again this morning. Dow Jones Industrial Average has now slipped back into the red ink. December corn is down two and a quarter right now, 576. November soybeans are up a dime at 1326. July wheat still down three cents, 791 a bushel. Yesterday, barrel cheese dropped four cents at 216 and a half. 40 pound block cheese was down eight and three quarter cents at 208 and a half. Double A butter dropped seven to 294 a pound. July milk is down a nickel, currently at 2205. August milk down eight 
2160 odd weight. Wisconsin farmers are still a little doubtful about the quality of their crop. The latest crop progress report shows 76% of our corn was rated good to excellent, down two percentage points from a week ago. Soybeans, 98% have emerged. Quality on that crop rated 76% good to excellent, down one percentage point in just a week's time. 91% of our potatoes are in good to excellent condition, and 97% of our winter wheat has headed out. That's about eight days behind last year, but eight days ahead of our five-year average. So a little bit more work to be done there, that's for sure. Well, speaking of work, it's going to be time for Farm Technology Day's work next week. Talking about that with Tammy Vossen from the Wisconsin Beef Council next. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Trusting someone else enough to pack up your stuff for the big move usually doesn't happen. Our employees are like family and have been with us for a very long time. You can feel comfortable with them packing things up and moving them. This is Brenda from Mad City Moving. We call that the all in the family move. Mad City Moving dominates any move. Their crew will handle your things well and like your things deserve to be handled. Online at madcitymoving.com. Mad City Moving. You haven't seen moves like Time to pop on that helmet, strap yourself in, and stand on that pedal. Sugar River Raceway is now open for the season, and the race is on. Perfect for bachelor parties, company outings, turnkey Thursdays, or just because you want to drive a real 50-mile-an-hour racing machine. Go to SugarRiverRaceway.com for program schedules, rider race information, and what's on tap for this week at the track. Sugar River Raceway, just 40 minutes south of Madison and Broadhead. Get your race on! Sometimes it's nice to let the kids have their own space downstairs. It's also pretty awesome to expand that basement into usable living space or entertainment area. Actuate Improvement will transform your basement into a livable area everyone can enjoy. Actuate Improvement is a full-service design and remodeling company specializing in kitchens, baths, and basements. Let's get the conversation started with a complimentary estimate, consultation, and suggestions. ActuateLLC.com Design. Create. Actuate. We give you the tools, knowledge, and income so you can take your career however far you want to take it. I'm Wynn Davies. W.E. Davies and Sons Remodeling is now hiring carpenters, lead carpenters, boycott a stale career. We want you to take on a fresh perspective to your path in life. We're a local family business offering services from handyman fixes to living space upgrades. You could be your next team player to deliver stunning, transformative results. Visit wedaviesremodeling.com. Sows, cows, plows. Heck, anything connected to farming's on the menu here. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. It is time again for Checkoff Chat. That's the program that's brought to you courtesy of your beef checkoff dollars. And remember, dairy producers, that involves you as well. It's administered through the Wisconsin Beef Council Research, Education, and Promotion. And this is one of their busiest times of the year. As you can well imagine, all of us out there trying to get our grill on, and we know 
oh, beef, it's what's for dinner, but they also reach far deeper into our community when it comes to the message about beef. Tammy Vossen, Executive Director of the Wisconsin Beef Council, is in studio with us. Also want to thank our friends from the Equity Cooperative Livestock Association for coming along for the ride and supporting this program. Remember, congratulate them, celebrating 100 years serving Wisconsin agriculture. All right, Tammy, so interesting story that you were sharing with me about uh, interaction that the Beef Council has with our school nutrition professionals. Uh, They have some very unique challenges when it comes to trying to make proper lunches for all of our school kids. And I never realized how, I guess we'd say, closely uh, related the Wisconsin Beef Council is. You guys are having ongoing conversations quite often. We are, Pam. And actually, this conversation started late last year when some of the school food service directors were reaching out to our office to ask how they might be able to get overcome, I should say, some of the supply chain challenges that they were having when getting in the commodity USDA beef uh, for their school lunch menu. Some of them were saying that they were just having to take their um, beef hamburger patties off of the menu altogether because they weren't able to uh, source that product. So that started the conversation, and we just needed to find out, you know, are there ways that we can connect our local farmers to the processors to the school district? And so we we continued to have conversations and have found through all of that that there are a lot of there are schools and farmers that are out there already doing this. But there are also a lot of resources to help overcome maybe some of the challenges that these directors are having uh, through the Department of Public Instruction and, of course, DATCAP, just excellent materials and um, individuals out there that can help these schools do that. You know, it's a complicated, I mean, there's a lot of rules, there's a lot of guidelines, a lot of specifics that school lunch programs have to deal with. And uh, like you said, trying to get everybody on the same page. And I did not think about supply chain issues this far post-pandemic. Right. And, you know, there are, I mentioned just a, a host of the resources that are out there on The schools, of course, have got their commodity purchases that they can get um, some additional support for um, bringing those foods in. But now we're also finding that that there's going to be dollars available for them to get grants to locally source foods. Mm -hmm. So I mentioned before the Department of Public Instruction, they actually do have a school nutrition team, which I was never aware of before. But they are out there helping schools understand the process of um, menuing local products, be it vegetables to meats, um, and can really help those directors understand the nutrition crediting piece of things that has to be accomplished, of course, when you're serving thousands of school children every week, there are those nutritional guidelines that they have to follow as well. So DPI is a great resource for our schools, as well as at the um, Department of Agriculture. We had, um, we we know that they've got the um, farm to school nutritionist, farm to school program and a coordinator there at DATCAP that also has resources and knowledge about how all of this can be accomplished. So what we did was actually bring together a panel during um, the School Nutrition Associations Conference earlier uh, in June and started to just talk about um, 
what's available for them, how they can start to make connections. It you know could just be as simple as reaching out to one of the local meat processors or talking with the farmer, finding out if they've got other schools in the area who are accomplishing these things. And, of course, on the Beef Council side of things, what we can be doing is uh, facilitating those conversations but providing them with recipes. They're looking for, you know, recipes and quantities of serving 100. So what can we be providing to them for that nutritional guidance and recipes with beef to increase overall beef menuing in our schools? Boy, it sounds you know, from from the outside looking in, it looks easy. You bring the farmers to the school administration folks, and they craft their own uh, agreements. But like you said, it's anything but. So are we expecting that we're going to see success after this panel discussion? Did the lights all come on, Tammy? There was great interest, and we had a lot of really positive feedback from uh, the group that we had sitting in the room that day. And we're looking to continue the conversation um, pull more of those resources together between DATCAP, DPI, our farm groups, and our processors so that we can just have that more readily available and accessible for school nutrition directors. Yeah, that's uh, like she said, uh, once you've got that information in hand, keep it in hand. You never know when the next school district is going to have a change of personnel or need those answers. Tammy Vossen's in studio with us, executive director of the Wisconsin Beef Council. Again, your checkoff dollars at work in this example, trying to help those school lunch administrators get answers on sourcing that uh, beef from their community, and that's what a lot of people are talking about these days. Now, another speaking of your local community, if you want to get face-to-face with Beef Council, you guys are going to be along with me at the 2022 Wisconsin Farm Technology Day show. It's going to be at Rail Acres Farm uh, and Rustic Events uh, coming up middle of July. Obviously, it's going to be another warm one. We, we can already assume that. Give people a little rundown, Tammy, on what you and the staff are going to be providing if they want to swing by the beef tent and say hello. You bet. Well, we always look forward to Farm Technology Days, and it, it gives us the opportunity to connect with consumers who are attending the show to learn more about food production here in the state of Wisconsin, but also with our beef and dairy farmers who are out there raising uh, our delicious beef here each and every day. So we do encourage them to stop by the beef tent. It is a great um, place to learn more about the different breeds and the organizations that support the beef industry. We're going to have some fun um, checkoff activities that will be taking place there, uh, doing some sampling of beef recipes each of the three days during the event as well. So again, we'll be at the beef tent. Uh, hope, hope to have some conversations and answer some questions that anyone might have about the beef checkoff program. And just wanted to mention too, before I we um, wrap up that going back to the school nutrition conversation, like if you are a farmer who is direct marketing um, beef or is interested in um, perhaps reaching out to your school food service director, there were those folks in the room uh, that with this panel that we had that they are they want those conversations. Some of them don't know where to start, and maybe you don't either, but um, boy, it sure is a great opportunity. Yeah, and, and that's one thing that I was afraid we'd forget about. You have to have the initiative on your own, though, as a beef producer. Not everybody knows your story, but you can start by making connections.
Wisconsin's, uh, preferably with the Wisconsin Beef Council before you surprise any uh, school lunch administrator that might not know what you're talking about. Beef Council is on top of it. And of course, you can find all of the staff connections, as well as those great recipes that Tammy was talking about online at Beef Tips. Social media, look for the Wisconsin Beef Council. And remember, it's also about research, education, and promotion. They are out there promoting your product coming up during Wisconsin Farm Technology Days. Be sure and swing through the beef tent, uh, sample some of those great recipes, and more importantly, get connected with the staff that's carrying your message, not just to school lunch administrators, but to a wide population across the state of Wisconsin. Tammy Vossen in studio with us for this edition of Checkoff Chat, supported by your beef checkoff dollars and also by our friends at the Equity Cooperative.